But to every COVID tyrant who wants to take away our freedom, hear these words, we will not comply. So don't even think about it. We will not shut down our schools. We will not accept your lockdowns. We will not abide by your mask mandates. Hey, what's up, folks? So 45 trying to be 47, President Trump made a video vowing to take on COVID and medical tyranny. We're going to watch that full clip, revisit a revealing clip of what he said during the height of the mandates, and ask ourselves, does he really mean it this time? I hope so. I think you're going to enjoy this video. It's going to be filled with facts and historical evidence. God bless you guys. Dream Rare podcast starts now. It's the Dream Rare Podcast, welcome to the show The way to get the news at the desk or on the road Let's go, God is great and success in our control The world is crazy but we get better from obstacles, yeah What's going on everybody? Welcome to today's episode of the Dream Rare Podcast So President Donald Trump put out a very interesting video With extremely, extremely good rhetoric About fighting COVID-19, lockdowns, mandates uh, Everything that's coming uh, that already happened That it seems like they're trying to bring back so I'm going to just watch the video. We're going to watch other videos. And before I say anything, I really want to show historical evidence, etc. And here's the video. I mean, it's great rhetoric. The question is, does he mean it? Let's watch. The left-wing lunatics are trying very hard to bring back COVID lockdowns and mandates with all of their sudden fear-mongering about the new variants that are coming. Gee whiz, you know what else is coming? An election. They want to restart the COVID hysteria so they can justify more lockdowns, more censorship, more illegal drop boxes, more mail-in ballots, and trillions of dollars in payoffs to their political allies heading into the 2024 election. Does that sound familiar? These are bad people. These are sick people we're dealing with. But to every COVID tyrant who wants to take away our freedom, hear these words, we will not comply. So don't even think about it. We will not shut down our schools. We will not accept your lockdowns. We will not abide by your mask mandates. And we will not tolerate your vaccine mandates. They rigged the 2020 election, and now they're trying to do the same thing all over again by rigging the most important election in the history of our country, the 2024 election, even if it means trying to bring back COVID but they will fail because we will not let it happen. When I'm back in the White House, I will use every available authority to cut federal funding to any school, college, airline, or public transportation system that imposes a mask mandate or a vaccine mandate. Thank you very much. So I like his rhetoric around, you know, we will not comply. We will not comply to any mandates. The interesting thing, I think I'm really figuring out Trump because I think a lot everybody wants Trump to be who they want him to be. But if you really listen to him enough, you kind of figure out who he is in 2021, 2022, even most of 2023. His leadership against the medical tyranny, it wasn't there. He didn't care. It was an afterthought. He was selling his vaccine. But now all of a sudden he cares about COVID tyranny again because he has an election and he wants to win and he feels like it's to get him. So he's now all of a sudden caring. I don't actually think Trump cares at all about you, at all about the country, at all about his supporters, at all about mass mandates, vaccine mandates. I'm going to show proof, by the way, if people are getting triggered. I want to show you what he said at the height of the mandates. It sounded nothing like that leadership. But real quick, I want to look at something. 
this is community notes on Twitter. It's like their version of fact checker, except it's like it's like more accurate by the people. I'm not saying it's always right, but they said the Trump administration, along with other federal agencies, began the lockdown and social distancing rules in 2020. It's true. President Trump issued national guidelines that included closing schools and avoiding bars, restaurants and groups more than 10. That's also true. And in, in President Trump's own words, because I know people will say that's spun out of proportion. This is his own tweet in his own words. We're going to read it real quick before we listen to what he said during the height of the mandates when it all was on the line. So this is Trump in April 13th. He said, for the purpose of creating conflict and confusion, some in the fake news media are saying that it is the governor's decision to open up the states, not that of the president of the United States and the federal government. Let it be fully understood that this is incorrect. It is the decision of the president and for many good reasons. With that being said, the administration and I are working closely with governors and this will continue. A decision by me in, in conjunction with the governors and input from others will be made shortly. So when the media was saying it's actually the governor's decision to open up, Trump fired up a tweet and he says, you know, the fake news media is trying to say that it's the governor's decision. It's actually my decision and the federal government's decision on the lockdown, but we'll work with them, but it's my decision. That's in his own words, by the way. But here's the clip I want you to hear, and I'm probably going to lose uh, money and get demonetized for this, but I don't care. I want people to hear. I love his rhetoric on the COVID-19, you know, we will not comply. That strong leadership I was begging for in 2020, 2021, 2022, when he ran around and did his little Operation Warp Speed vaccine tour. But listen, this is in the height of the mandates. Maria, I turned down your speakers a little bit. Maria Bartiromo sounds like a harpy, uh, and it might be a few decibels too loud. I'm, no offense to Maria Bartiromo. She seems cool, but her voice is like cat on nails to me. Um, listen, this is Trump when she's asking, what about the booster? What about the mandates? This is who he really is. This is when everybody needed that leadership that he's talking about now. Listen for your own ears. Seriously. I want to get your take on needing proof to go into restaurants, needing proof of a vaccine to go into certain st uh, stores. Your thoughts on where we are with these new mask mandates coming back. And now the FDA has approved a coronavirus booster shot. The administration is getting set to recommend a third shot for the fully vaccinated. Uh, sir, would you get a booster shot? Uh let me tell you, I'm very proud of the vaccines. The vaccines weren't supposed to happen for three to five years. I brought the FDA in. Nobody has talked to the FDA like I did. They don't like me very much. We have a vaccine, and it's saving millions of lives throughout the world. I think we'd have a Spanish flu situation like in 1917. I really do. I believe that. And we're, you know, maybe 100 million people, 50 million, 100 million people like that. So I'm very proud of the vaccine. I've taken the vaccine. I'm very, very proud of it. At the same time, some people don't want to take it. And, you know, when I was president, you didn't have this problem with people not wanting to take it. They don't take it because they don't trust Biden and they don't trust the Biden administration. When I was president, you didn't have people protesting the vaccine. If you just think back, everybody wanted to get it. And we were giving out over a million shots a day. We had that thing rocking. And he's now president and he's doing a lousy job with coronavirus. They coronavirus is back if that ever happened to me where it came back okay when i left it was all, virtually gone it was over it was a path now it's coming back through the delta and i don't know if you even want to call it that all you call it is the, the china virus is back and so why is he doing a good job he did a bad job with sars the h1n1 very bad job a joke of a job a horrible job all of a sudden they said oh he's doing so well 
I'm the one that did well. I'm the one that got all the equipment. I'm the one that got the vaccine. I'm the one that did well. If it came back, can you imagine if I were president and it came back at a level where it's just as bad right now, in some cases, uh, the press would decimate. So, I mean, if you really listen to that with an open mind, that shows you everything that Trump was. She's talking about mandates. She's talking about boosters. And Trump doesn't care about you. He doesn't care about mandates. He doesn't care about the American people. He doesn't care about nurses. He doesn't care about the military. He doesn't care about what we were all facing. He cares about himself. He can't even bring himself. This new Trump now that he's trying to basically ride uh, what RFK Jr. is doing and pretend like he's DeSantis and be like, uh, you know, we're against all this stuff. Bro, where were you when we needed it? That's when we needed leadership of you saying we must not comply. And he goes, you know, I've taken the vaccine. I know some people don't want to take it, but that's because of Biden. You know, when I was president, they had a million shots a day. I'm the one. I'm the one. I'm the one. He just wants credit. He wants credit for the vaccine. He wants credit for the lockdown. Now he wants, uh, you know, he all of a sudden he cares about COVID tyranny, not because he cares about you or nurses or military members or the kids getting injected with the Trump potion that he wants credit for over Fauci, over the SDA. I call it the Trump vaccine. Every Trump supporter calls it the Fauci vaccine. Trump wants credit. He begs for credit. There's 10 interviews with him saying, it's my vaccine. I'm the one. I'm the father of the vaccine. I rushed it. I pushed it. Not Fauci. Not the, give me credit. And people are like, we will give Fauci credit because God forbid it's that's why I call MAGA now a fantasy cosplay uh, movement. It's like you just have to post AI images of Trump jacked in jail or some weird like Fauci getting arrested AI image that's not true to make yourself feel better because it's all fantasy. But long story short, that was when we needed the, the, the leadership. That's when it was like, all right, all this stuff's coming. We knew we know he wasn't president, but he still is a powerful voice. He's still the de facto leader of the Republican Party. And he's like, I'm the one who brought the shots. I'm the one. If I was president, you wouldn't even need mandates because everybody would have got, got it. You know, that's him virtue signaling to the elites and saying, if you would have let me be president, you wouldn't have even needed mandates because everybody would have lined up for my vaccine. Like, this is the guy that people want. It's it's so crazy to me what's going on in this country because I felt like we were crushing. And then 2020 was just this like psychological abuse. It was economic abuse, psychological abuse, in many cases, physical abuse. You know, they locked everybody down. People couldn't work out. So I have a lot of sympathy and empathy for both sides, but especially just anybody in this world that got psychologically abused by their government, the pharmaceutical industry, both parties, it sucks. So I try to be uh, as like, you know, sympathetic as I can, because that was a crazy year. But it's like the movement's never been the same because Donald Trump said there's never going to be socialism and blah, blah, blah. And then he turned into like Bill Gates Jr., a vaccine salesman, spent two years running around selling the vaccine, saying he didn't think there needed to be mandates. You know, Biden did a bad job with H1N1. And and that, and now all of a sudden that there's going to be probably more mass mandates and they're trying to roll this stuff back because Biden has a new vaccine or whatever. Now Trump's trying to act like he's RFK or DeSantis or somebody that gave a crap, you know, two years ago. And he's like, we'll never cave. We'll ne Dude, we were getting bamboozled in 2021 and 2022. Millions of nurses lost their job. Millions of military members were forced vaccinated or they were kicked out of the military. Millions of people couldn't visit their family members. We understand that the Democrats were doing it. But if you actually have a soul, why wasn't Trump on Fox News saying we will not comply? 
I'm going to play the two clips again. Do people not see the difference between the two? I mean, I don't want to play them again because if I have to hear Maria Bartiromo's voice again, I might pass out. But in general, and I'm not trying to be rude to her. Her voice is just like a loud bird. It's just like obnoxiously loud. And maybe I put it a few decimals up, but even 10 decibels down, it just like pierces my eardrums. But uh, anyway, it's like the, the stark difference of like, we will not cave to mass mandates. We will not comply. Bro, we desperately needed that in 2021. And to be fair, a lot of people were just going along with it because there was no real leadership. I tried to help. A lot of people tried to help. But when you have Sarah Huckabee Sanders running around saying, get the Trump vaccine, when you have Trump saying, I got it, when you have all Republicans, including even Ron DeSantis for a year pushing the vaccine, it's kind of hard to beat the mandates when you guys are running around selling the vaccine. And that's why I call the Republican Party. I'm not just talking about Trump. I'm even talking about DeSantis. People say, oh, I don't like DeSantis. I don't care. I'm not asking you to like him. But in general, it's like mandates are coming in, right? We're facing mandates. And now it becomes a math equation. It's like, okay, are we going to have 50 to 80% of the population say no? Or are we going to have 50 to 80% of the population say yes? And if you want your freedom and if you want your liberty and if you want your sports games and if you want to travel and if you don't want to live under vaccine mandates for however long they could pull it off then you have to say no that's the only way you can't wear a mask and fight mask mandates you can't get a vaccine and fight vaccine mandates and people are like oh normally i got the vaccine but i'm with you okay i can't go to the Knicks game are you gonna go yeah i'm gonna go with what my vaccine card you're not with me you're not i consider you just as evil as fauci and i know a lot of people will be like i'm sorry anomaly i'm sorry I'm just saying, as an American citizen, when I watched everybody take the vaccine and start using their car to go places, I felt betrayed. I felt like you wanted me to be stuck in the house. Oh, I'm with you, but I'm going to go travel to Europe. I'm with you, but I'm going to go on a cruise. I'm with you. But then you're not with me. Then you're totally fine with me losing everything because I didn't take it. And you'll reap the benefits of injecting yourself with synthetic government Trump Fauci mRNA. I'm sorry. I don't hate people. I understand that 80%, 70% of the country did it. But it's like if they would have got their way, you would have been just as complicit in my slavery as Fauci and the left. And that's why the Republican Party's controlled opposition, because they didn't have the leadership, including DeSantis at the time for a long time. He finally flipped around. Trump waited three years to flip. But in general, it's like this is crunch time. It's a math equation. Are 70 percent of the population going to say no? We have to say no right now. And they're like, get your Trump vaccine. I'm the father of the vaccine. I got it. Bill O'Reilly got it. DeSantis got it. He's injecting, you know, 100-year-old veterans or 90-year-old veterans who are going to die in a couple months. It's like, that's not going to help us beat the Democrats. This is what I want to get through to people because Trump is such this like masterful comedian actor that people are like, well, do I get Vivek? Do I get Trump? Do I get DeSantis? You're running in circles like clowns at a circus. You got to face these people and be like, you failed us. You can't, you're not going to beat the left. They're arresting your heroes or they're trying to, maybe it's just a circus. Maybe it's real. But in general, it's like, why are they getting away with this? Because the people pretending to be on your side aren't on your side. The people who vowed to lock her up locked you up. The people who vowed to take on Big Pharma hired Big Pharma. The people who got their supporters set up at the January 6th Capitol event gave an award to Fauci on the last day. He didn't give an award to Joe Biggs, who's rot who, who has to rot in prison now because he did some stuff at the Capitol. He didn't give an award to the you know horned hat shaman or any of these other people. Trump gave an award to Fauci, Milley, and Burks on his last day of office. And if you listen to the interview I just played, he's virtue signaling to the elites. He's like, if I was in office, we wouldn't even need mandates because everybody would have wanted to get the vaccine. They don't get the vaccine because they don't trust Biden. That's what Trump said. That's who he is. That's why MAGA has become a fantasy cosplay movement. 
it's too scary to realize that your own supporters are chucking you into the fire pits of hell. So you just close your eyes, dress up, wear clothes, you know, share AI images. Ooh, look at Fauci getting arrested. You're hallucinating. You're no different than like a furry at this point. You, you're, you can't face the reality of who your party really is. So you just share AI images. Like every time I see somebody that's like a big Trump sycophant, all the all the comments are like Trump jacked in jail with like eight pack abs. And it's like, that's a fake image. You, you're a fantasy cosplay dress up movement at this point. You can't face the reality that instead of locking her up, they locked you up. You can't face the reality that he hired the swamp. You can't face the reality that on his last day of office, he didn't pardon the January 6th prisoners. He uh, gave Fauci, Millie, Burks, and Kushner an award. You can't face this. So you're just like fantasizing, fetishing what you wish Trump was when he's clearly not that person. Is he better than Biden? I hope so. I would think so. Uh, would I vote for him over Biden? I hope so. I would think so. But is does that mean anything if he can't even keep the country open? Of course not. Uh, I want to show you guys a few things real quick because there's two things that I'm wrestling with, and then I'm going to keep this video pretty brief. There's a lot of theories out there that people are saying, well, he just got fooled. He didn't know. We learn now. So now we have to think, am I smarter than the entire Trump administration with thousands of employees and billions of dollars? Probably not. I'm sure there's some smart people there, but if you want to call me smarter, I appreciate it. Or do I actually care and do they not care? Because this information was obvious for months and the Trump administration didn't seem to care. So we have to ask ourselves, am I some sort of super wizard genius kid with a laptop that's cracking codes that's like Albert Einstein level? I'm not. I'm just going to give you an honest uh, assessment. This is third grade math that anybody with a with a high school education or a middle school education can do. It's just the Trump administration didn't care. They were working with big pharma and the totalitarians, not you. So here's two tweets to show you exactly historical proof, okay? That I'm gonna keep it moving. My interview with Vivek Ramaswamy is Tuesday. They accepted, they're not gonna back out. I mean, at this point, if they did, it would be crazy, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you guys some real video journalism then. I'm excited. That's gonna be very revealing. But in general, let's look at this. So this is Trump. Just read it. It's April 30th, 2020. Trump said, despite reports to the contrary, Sweden is paying heavily for its decision not to lock down. As of today, 2,462 people have died there, a much higher number than neighboring countries in Norway, Finland, Denmark. The United States made the correct decision. So that's Donald Trump. He's doubling down and he's saying, we made the correct decision to lock down. I responded to him on April 30th. I said, he's defending communism and medical tyranny, making false comparisons to their neighbors, he is a salesman for communism now. So people say, oh, you switched up on Trump after the election or blah, blah, blah. I was calling this out all pandemic. I said, why is Trump selling communism? He's saying we made the correct decision to lock down when all the data, even that I was crunching myself with a laptop and a calculator, it's not true. We didn't make the right decision. And Trump's out here selling communism. This is why we lose. Trump cries victim for the election that he rigged on himself. He's not a victim to 2020. He's bragging a month and a half after lockdowns that he signed off on saying we made the correct decision. And I want to show you just a report because I don't like NBC, but even NBC News Nightly did a report saying that the government and the or, or the, the media was lying about Sweden and that they actually weren't dying. It was totally fine, even though they didn't lock down. Look at this tweet. I said, NBC Nightly News did a report on Sweden tonight and admitted they have a comparable death rate per capita to the United States. Schools are open. Restaurants are open. Public spaces are open. Herd immunity is coming quicker. 
I said, we're getting conned by both sides of politics. I said that on April 27th, I knew, and NBC Nightly News knew, that Sweden had a comparable death rate to the United States and that they were exaggerating it and overhyping it, trying to make like everyone was dying because that's the communist propaganda. Oh, freedom's bad. Sweden's bad. America's good for locking down. And then you have, I'm just going to show you again, the controlled opposition, excuse me, sorry, I mean the opposition leader, Donald Trump, three days after even NBC's admitting that Sweden's totally fine being open, he's out here pushing communist propaganda. He's saying, we made the correct decision to lock down. Sweden's paying heavily for its decision to not lock down. It wasn't true then. It's not true now. So now we're going to ask ourselves a question because I called him a salesman for communism on that day. Am I smarter than the entire Trump administration? Am I a math genius? Am I and are me and NBC Nightly News seeing through the data that Trump just couldn't? He doesn't care. His administration doesn't care. They were laced with big pharma shells. And anytime somebody with a soul like Peter Navarro came through and told Trump that Fauci was scum, Trump sided with Fauci. Trump sided with the swamp. He said that Peter Navarro should shut his mouth. Go Google Peter Navarro, Trump, Fauci. Peter Navarro was one of his few decent advisors and he came and he was like, dude, I don't like Fauci. And Trump was like, shut up. You know, we're like, that's our guy. Stop bad mouthing him. Look at the whole thing to get Trump's exact words. But it's like, that's what happened. So long story short, I'm just showing you historical evidence. Maybe you think that I'm smarter than Trump and Vivek Ramaswamy combined. And I hope you do. It makes me feel good. Maybe I'll walk around Maybe I'll buy something on Amazon that puts like my bra a brain in a glass jar and I'll walk around like I'm an alien with a brain on my head and just, you know, tell everybody how smart I am when I walk. If you want me to feel super smart, I appreciate it. I love a good compliment. I don't think I'm smarter than Vivek and, and Trump combined. I just think Vivek Ramaswamy or Vivek was a pharmaceutical biotech CEO at the time. So what a pharmaceutical biotech CEO does when the government's locking, locking its citizens down is not run around trying to help people. They're running around trying to get the money or trying to push their new product and capitalize on this massive communist lockdown. And Donald Trump is the head of the federal government. Apparently, he doesn't care. I mean, maybe you think I'm smarter than him. Maybe you think I know more than him and his advisors and his people. Or maybe you need to come to the conclusion that he doesn't care. Listen to the Maria Bartiromo interview. He's telling you he doesn't care. She's like, what do you think about boosters? What do you think about mandates? And he's like, uh, I think that if I was president, there wouldn't even need to be mandates because we had those shots rocking. I had a million shots a day and, you know, I did it. I'm the one. I rushed it. Why are they giving Biden credit? I want credit for the vaccine. Me, 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 me. And his supporters are like, hey, hey, Trump's going to save us. He loves us. He doesn't care about you. How many times does he have to say it? He could spit in your face and you'd say it's raining. He could piss in your face and you'd say it's lemonade. He could take shit, throw it in your face, and you'd say it's magical chocolate from the QAnon Trust the Plan clan from down in the basement. And when I was doing reporting like this, excuse me, when I was trying to warn people that Trump was lying about lockdowns, you know who was harassing me even more than left-wing media and fact-checkers? It was trust the plan QAnon psychopaths who thought that Donald Trump was breaking up secret tunnels and fighting the Vatican and, you know, he's taking on the deep state in, in Europe and the lockdowns are to arrest the pedophiles. And all these dummies, a lot of them went to January 6th like, oh, this is our big day, martial law, they're going to arrest the pedophiles. And in reality, anybody that got lured to the Capitol and close enough or inside it to break some sort of law that they set you up on, you got locked up, not Hillary Clinton. 
You got locked up, not Nancy Pelosi. You followed a controlled opposition PSYOP right to the feds. Stop doing that. And by the way, when I was reporting against this stuff in March and April and May, they're like, shut up, Anomaly. The lockdown's good. The lockdown's good. Lockdowns are not good. You guys got psyop for three years by these pathological liars saying, oh, martial law's good. Trust the plan, guys. When martial law comes to the country, you're going to love it. It's going to be Trump arresting the pedos. So in 2017, 2018, 2019, you're getting like 90% true information with the psyop telling you martial law's good. Yeah, martial law's good. Look at the WikiLeaks. Martial law's good. And then when the country locks down, you're already programmed as conservatives and libertarians to be like, Normally, I'd be against lockdowns and communism, but now communism must be a good thing because I watched a YouTube video that told me it was from Simon Parks or X-22 report. And, the, and it just keeps continuing and people keep falling further and further from grace. They're like, I shouldn't believe my own eyes and believe my own ears. And, not, you know, I should just think that the military is going to save my life. Which military? The ones that got forced vaccinated because Donald Trump was on his uh, Bill Gates Jr. tour running around selling vaccines like he's Bill Gates's nephew? You know what I'm saying? That the, that military, the military that had to inject themselves with Trumpy Pumpy mRNA against their will because they wanted to keep their profession and, and serve this country rightfully, or the, maybe the millions that lost their job, the millions of nurses that lost everything, the business owners that get shut down, you know? When I was trying to open the country or at least use my leverage to be like, yo, what's going on? I had people like threatening me in my Instagram DM saying, Anomaly, how dare you try to open the country? Trump's got a plan. And I'm like, yo, you scumbags are such scum. I was like, there's people losing everything. There's family businesses that have been open for 100 years in this country that are getting absolutely sucked dry. And they're like, that's just a sacrifice we're willing to take. I'm like, you guys are repulsive. You're sacrificing your fellow patriots for a hallucinogenic plan that's not even real. Like that shows what type of person you are. Hey, let's sacrifice average American citizens for the billionaire who we assume is arresting Chrissy Teigen. And in reality, it was always just like a, a cookie crumb trail. You're like following the cookie crumb trail. Look, Anomaly, we got crumbs. We got crumbs. Crumb, um, 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 um. And you follow it right to the Capitol. And in your head, you're like, yeah, we're going to get Mike Pence today. Yeah, tomorrow's the day that we get Hillary and Nancy Pelosi and the cops aren't there for us. They're there for the for the deep state. This is the stupid. I'm like watching videos. People are sending me They're like, what do you think about this? And it's like this guy like Simon Parks with these disgusting teeth. He's like, <laughs> he's like the police in the D.C. They're not there. The police in D.C. are not there for you and the borders and the they're, they're there for the deep state. We're going to lock up the pedals and, and they're like, Anomaly, isn't this guy trustworthy? I'm like, dude, I wouldn't even let that guy sell me a pixie stick or gas, let alone a freaking conspiracy theory. Like, you, no, the, the police, are, the feds were coming after you. The police in the barricades were there to intimidate you. I'm not saying all police are bad or all feds are bad. I'm just saying like it wasn't this secret plan because some guy that never brushed his teeth before told you that, you know, the oh, all these things are to arrest Nancy Pelosi. Like that's not what was going on. And a lot of people found out the hard way. And it sucks because I'm watching people that regret it now. They're like, I shouldn't have done that. I just got hyped up with the boys. And it's like, damn it, you know. And it's not fair. I'm not justifying. It's not fair that people with the BLM stuff, like I'm sure they knocked down police barricades. I saw a bunch of like hysterical feminists crying over Brett Kavanaugh or something because they want to abort all their kids. Uh, and they're just like, oh, they're, you know, they're banging on the doors. They're invading the Capitol. Did they get charged 17 years? Did they get charged 18 years? Uh, someone said I sound boosted. You know, actually, I, I don't have the booster or I don't have the first mRNA shot. But you know who does have it? 
Donald Trump, I mean, he's probably lying to you like he does all the time, but he says he got the vaccine. So I didn't get the Trumpy pumpy. Donald Trump got the Trumpy pumpy. Ted Cruz got the Trumpy pumpy. You know, Sarah Huckabee Sanders got the Trumpy pumpy. All these cock publicans got the Trumpy pumpy. They're like, ooh, I got mRNA juicy in my, I'm a good boy now. And then they're like, I'm going to pass a resolution that says that you know, only vaccinated people can take their masks off on airlines. And then they go to Turning Point USA and people are like, ooh, 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 like seals. They're clapping for these people. They're like, ooh, 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 ooh. And I'm like, why are you clapping for this guy? Ted Cruz tried to pass a resolution in 2021 that said that only people or 2022, I think that only people that got vaccinated can take their masks off on airplanes. And people are like, ooh, 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 ooh. And the anomaly, you sound boosted. I didn't take the Trumpy Pumpy, but Trump took the Trumpy Pumpy or he lied. I have no idea. I'm guessing he did it. I'm guessing he lied, but um, maybe he really did take his own mRNA juicy. He's like, ooh, Moderna. Oh, yeah. Just wait. Tuesday, folks, I'm going to I'm going to take off before I get myself in more trouble. Tuesday. I'm going to show people the difference between video journalism news analysis, and an American patriot that cares about his country over the pharmaceutical industry and over political hobnobbing. I don't care if I never get invited to another Republican event again. I'm going to show you guys why I'm the real deal. And I'm going to show you guys why everyone thus far who interviewed Vivek Ramaswamy fell short. And I'm, I hope he answers the questions. Great. I hope he crushes it. And I hope, you know, people, he comes out and people say, wow, but you know, I've watched all the interviews with this guy. No one's asked him journalistic questions. I just saw an interview with Dave Portnoy and Tucker Carlson where Portnoy says, you know what? They're making fun of Biden. And Portnoy says, you know what? I think that Biden and Trump are too old. I think Trump's too old too. And then Tucker says, I 100% agree. It's like, why didn't you say something when you interviewed him? I'm not saying you have to, but I'm watching all these people interview this guy. And I'm like, there's 15 questions that are very good questions that nobody's asked them. And I'm going to show it. And a lot of, I love being doubted. I feel like this is a big moment for me where people are like, he's going to crush you. He's going to make you look dumb. He's going to do this. I don't, someone said for views, I don't care if it gets a thousand views or a hundred thousand views. I hope it gets more views so people will see it. I don't need attention. I don't want attention. I'm tired. And this is why I'm still passionate about what I do. Cause sometimes I get annoyed with it, but you know, I don't look at Vivek or Vivek or Trump and say, oh, I want what they have. I don't want what Trump has. I'm grateful. My life is good. I don't want what Vivek has. If he made a bunch of money being an ethical person, that's cool. But if he made it, you know, hawking a, a, a failed drug, then it's worth a question and worth a conversation. But long story short, I don't look at these people and think, oh, I want attention off of what they're getting. I look at them and think, I don't believe them. I don't think that giving $18 billion to a pharmaceutical industry and running around calling yourself the father of the vaccine, I don't think that that's good leadership. And I don't have a fake bone in my body to run around and grift off it and sell Trump earrings and pretend like I think it's cool. It's not cool. So, you know, it's not for views. It's just because I'm so tired of other people not doing their job. And you know what? It is what it is because that's why I did this in the first place. Someone asked me the other day, they're like, well, how did you get into this? It's like, it's not, it was not purposeful. I did go to school for journalism before I dropped out, but it was more like advertising. I was interested in like slogans and making little jingles and stuff. I, to be honest, like most college kids, I had no idea. I wanted to be a poker player. I wanted to be a rapper. I wanted to battle rap. I had no idea what I wanted to do, but long story short, you know, I never wanted to do like news. I never wanted to be on television and be like a news guy. I don't even like politics. I started doing it 
because people were so fake and so cringe and so negative and so not cool and so like fear mongering. They're like, oh, the world's going to die. Ah, yeah, buy pharmaceuticals. Ah. And that's like, that's the news. You turn on the left wing and they're like, today, a white supremacist neo-Nazi took over the world. He's the president. Oh my gosh. Ukraine, give more money to Zelensky. And then they're like, no, sponsored by Pfizer, sponsored by Moderna, sponsored by this. And they're like, and then that, like that, like they're scaring people and people are like, oh, and they scare the crap out of you. And then your skin starts like getting messed up. And they're like, is your skin messed up? Because you watch this psychotic programming on left wing news. If it is, here's a drug for your skin. They're like, what could it do? It could slightly benefit your skin. Like, what are the side effects? The side effects are kidney bleeding and turtle bleeding. Your stomach could implode. You could die. I mean, everybody near you could die. You could drop dead. It could be like a nuclear bomb exploded in your heart. I mean, your veins could pulse up. You could shrivel up. Your skin could literally deteriorate and then your brain could fall out. But, you know, if it works, your skin will clear up a little bit. Do you want this drug? Who buys these things? I'm I, I like this is why I don't blame the elites. Like I could just sit and blame the elites. It's not there. Like someone's buying this product. If no one bought this product, they would not be able to run a television ad. There's someone out there that looks at that commercial and says, I want that. Who the hell are these people? This, these are the people that are responsible for our country falling apart just as much as Joe Biden. It's like, if you're, why, like, you can't watch a commercial that says it's going to slightly clear up your skin at the risk of like 50,000 things that are just catastrophic and you can't say no, then, you know, why wouldn't they scam you? It's, it's, it's insane. And then you turn on like right-wing media and they're like, the border's open. Everyone's going to kill you. Okay. Pharmaceuticals for you too. And everyone's like, Ugh. it's like, well, why is the border open? Cause you guys didn't build the damn wall. You know what I'm saying? They're just controlled opposition. They're like, we can't figure out how to, it's like, we, we, we couldn't get the power to build the wall. I mean, we were only the president of the United States, but we couldn't get the power to build the wall. It's like, uh, okay, they're like, we, we, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to seem authoritarian. Well, you guys had no problem seeming authoritarian during 15 days to slow the spread. You had no problem printing trillions of dollars for the pharmaceutical industry. You had no power. You had no problem putting Alex Azar and Eli Lilly executive slash pharmacy lobbyist at the head of HHS above Fauci to declare an emergency so you could do a socialist scam called Operation Warp Speed, rush it through trials or fast speed because we have so much money and it's so safe and effective. And then when it doesn't work like they said it was going to work, nobody has to pay for it, including the government or the pharmaceutical industries, because under the PREP Act, by the emergency declared by Alex Azar, the pharma shield that Trump hired. They don't have liability for side effects, injuries, and death. You had no problem being authoritarian for that, but God forbid you have to build a dam on the border. It's like you could start a war in Syria and fund a bunch of terrorist organizations that you call rebel groups to fight the other terrorist organizations and start a proxy war that ruins the Middle East and creates a refugee crisis that in turn ruins America and Europe, but you can't build the wall on your own damn border. You don't have the war powers to do that. I, I call bullshit. I mean, maybe they don't, but it's like, if you can't even build a wall on your own border with some sort of executive order or emergency war power, then how the hell are you able to declare war on a foreign country uh, off of like, you know, something Bin Laden did? You're like, Bin Laden did something. So, and I'm not saying he did something, he did something evil and killed people, but I'm just saying it's like Bin Laden did that. So now we're going to go fight Syria. We're going to go after like Gaddafi. It's like Bin Laden didn't live in Libya. You know, I'm not, I'm not downplaying what happened on 9 11. I'm just saying, Bin Laden did not do Libya. Bin Laden didn't live in, you know, half the countries that we invaded. We used that, um, you know, event, horrible event as an excuse to do what they wanted to do in the first place. And 
you know, God bless our military. I'm just wondering if you could do all of that with emergency executive power, how could you not build? I don't think they actually want to build the wall. It's like when they say they're going to fight socialism, but then they do socialism. Like every year they run, we're going to, we're going to cut the deficit. Are you? You never have. You never do. I mean, the last one to actually not do the deficit probably wasn't even a Republican. And it was like 20 something years ago. I don't know. They all just print a bunch of money. It's like we had to print the money. We had to start a war. We had to sell vaccines. We had to. We have. I'm sure you do. And the left is going to have to print trillions of dollars because of climate change. And then Trump's going to get in and try to fight Iran and China or whatever. It's like, whatever. I'm over it. But God bless you guys. I appreciate you. I got interesting stuff coming out within the next couple of days. Tuesday. Tune in. I'm not going to do it live because I want to focus. I don't want to read comments. I don't want to be clouded. I want to be present. Me and Vivek, it's going to be the Super Bowl of interviews because I'm not a pushover. I'm not a dummy. I know he's not a dummy. I know he's not a pushover. And, uh, you know, God bless my peers. But so far, I haven't seen anyone ask him questions. I want to ask him. I'll be polite. I'll be fair. But I promise you, I will not be a pushover. I promise you, I'm not going to go into it knowing absolutely nothing. I promise you, I'm not going to do what 99.9% of, of people have done with them. It's just not what I'm going to do. So I hope you watch. I hope you stay tuned. I think it's going to be the most important Vivek interview of the year. And to be fair, I have to give them credit for coming on. I know people that I've met in person that I actually kind of like and they won't even come on my show. Everybody's afraid to come on my show because they know I won't softball them and they know I'll ask them the real questions. But here's the thing. I'm not doing it because I'm a mean person. I'm not trying to have a gotcha moment. These people are politicians. You know, he's running to be the leader of the, uh, the president. And he says, you know, I have to talk to people if I'm willing to lead the country. That's correct. Um, you get what I'm saying? And then it's like, you know, some of these people in Congress and stuff, the reason I'd ask them tough questions is not because I hate them or I'm trying to hurt them personally. I would never say anything out of character or private. I would never do that. It's because they're they're public figures. They're printing trillions of dollars. They're locking down. They're signing bills. This is the reason I go hard in the paint at that type of stuff. It's not like I hate them or I'm trying to, I would never do anything below the belt. It's not my, my style. However, if you're going to control and, and uh, you know, basically contribute policy that shapes the country, someone's got to ask these people questions, you know, and, and what happens right now, I'm going to leave in a minute, is the left asks stupid questions to the right and the right just circle jerks each other. So there's no real questions ever asked. When Donald Trump talks to a left winger, they're like, oh, did you grab someone by the, you know, cat? We'll call a pussy cat, uh, pussy cat. You know, did you grab someone by the pussy cat in 1454? And Trump's like, listen, I wasn't even alive in 1554. That's fake news. But my grandfather, my, my father, Fred Trump, may have worked with Nikola Tesla. So I might have a time machine key. Just a plan. Oh, 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 just a plan. Oh my God, Donald Trump is a time machine. Fred Trump. You know, it's like, that's the, you get questions like that. They ask whose pussy he grabbed when, when they talk to left wingers. And when he talks to right wingers, they're like, so Donald Trump, what does it feel like to be the greatest president ever? I mean, oh my gosh. And Trump's like, he's like, please, here's my boot. Please lick my boot. And they're like, oh, oh, please he's like, lick it harder. Please. Do you want to sit at the golden seat? I want to sit at the golden seat. I want to sit at the golden seat. Do you want to eat steaks at Mar-a-Lago? Yes, please. Yes. Then lick my boots and blame everything on Joe Biden. It's the rigged election with the Hunter Biden laptop. And they're oh my gosh, thank you. This dirt tastes so good, daddy. You know, so there are no real interviews. It's either like the left wing asks him who, 
you know, if he touched Eugene Carroll 40 years ago. And then right wing media just like says nothing. Tucker doesn't like the, I, And I'm not trying to get into private stuff, but it's public because of the thing. You know, there's things that like came out that said Tucker doesn't even like Trump. He thinks he's too old to run. But when he sits with Trump, it's like he doesn't say any of this stuff. I get it. But it's like, I don't know. You know, you're Tucker Carlson, bro. I, I, I've heard Tucker from everybody that's ever met Tucker. I've heard that Tucker Carlson is an amazing person. Like the way I always say Tim pulls a piece of garbage, like Tucker Carlson as a person is a great person. Everybody loves him. He's super humble. He's super nice. He's super genuine. Uh, as a journalist and a, and a news guy, I think he's like the best that was on television over the last five, six years. Now that he's podcasting, I'm not, I still like him, but it feels like if you got Trump there, you got to ask him some questions about COVID and, and stuff that he kind of felt. If you don't, you know, it's it's kind of doing a disservice to the American people. And if you don't, then someone has to, you know, I, everyone doesn't have to do it. But when nobody does it now, we kind of have a bit of an issue here where it's like the left does this, the right does this. And the circus just continues. That's why I'm super pumped. And I give him credit for coming on the show. You know, Vivek wants to come on the show. He's he's confirmed. I've asked again yesterday. They say they're not backing out. They're down. And, uh, you know, I know people that I've met in person that are afraid to even come on. So, you know. It's going to be it's going to be some fireworks for sure. It's going to be ethical. I'm going to be authentic. I'm going to let him speak. I'm going to let him say what he says. But the gist of it is, and if they're, you know, maybe his uh, his team is watching this because they got an eye on me. They're like, what did you tweet? What did you say? And I'm like, listen, I'm a wild boy. Do the interview or not. But anyway, long story short, it's like most politicians, they have a track record to go off of. Like, I guess Trump, nobody wants to go off his track record. But in general, it's like DeSantis has a track record. Pence has a track record. When you're in politics, we get to see who you were, not just what you say. When you're Vivek, you don't have a track record in politics. So you can say whatever you want because you've never done it. There is no track record in politics. So what track record does he have? He has a track record as a hedge fund manager, as a guy who took money from Soros's brother, uh, you know, for his law school. He has a track record of pharmaceutical and, and biotech companies. So that's why I'm doing this interview with Vivek. It's not to hate on him personally. It's not to take any cheap shots. And I would never do that. It's nothing personal. It's all policy and, and base. But when you're not in politics, you have a business career that we can run off of. And I think that the pharmaceutical biotech industry is one of the most, if not the most corrupt industry in America. So it doesn't, I don't think it's like that much better to come from hedge funds and big pharma than it is to like come from politics. Like if you were like a working class man and you worked in a steel mill and got, I don't know, you know, that like to me, that's impressive. Like, oh, this guy's a real country boy or this guy, you know, started his own like, you know, organic like berry business and fought big agriculture. To me, it's not impressive being like, I'm an out, you're not an outsider. You're a multi-million dollar, possibly billion dollar pharmaceutical biotech hedge fund guy. Like that, that's, that's a history that no one wants to talk about. You know, they don't ask him any questions. They're like, oh, it's like, he's got a track record, just like Pence and Trump and DeSantis have a track record. It's just not in politics. It's in biotech, pharmaceuticals, uh, hedge funds, and law school paid by Soros. And he's got some good answers for it. And I hope he impresses, but I promise you, um, it's going to be the best interview of the year. And I'm, once again, I'm not saying that because I'm so cocky. I'm saying that because this, like, this is how bad everyone really is. It's like if I showed up to like a liberal event where like nobody ever lifted a weight and I said, I'm the strongest person here. 
I'm not bragging because I'm not that I'm embarrassed that nobody else lifts weights there. So that's kind of how I feel about this interview. I don't think that I'm so special. I'm just like blown away by how nobody's asking him any questions. It's like, so did you wake up being this amazing? It's like, it's like that's not a journalistic interview. And, and these people are running to be the president of the United States after three years ago, we just got scammed. We just got scammed, not just by Katie Hobbs and the Democratic Party. We got scammed by our party. Our party failed us. Trump failed us. Republicans failed us. Ted Cruz failed us. Mike Pence failed us. This is not this game where it's like the left did all that. No, two years ago, we got scammed by our own party. So we need to ask the tough questions because I don't want to get scammed again. I don't want to lose the election again. And I want a leader that actually takes accountability and fixes the problem, not just runs in circles and just blames everybody else all the time. It's like, it, it, I don't see where that's going. I promise I'm going to come through. I'm going to do my research. I'm going to study. I'm pumped if you can't tell. God bless you guys. This is my perspective. Dream Rare Podcast over and out. Thanks, everybody who's hanging out. Agree to disagree. Watch that interview Tuesday. People say, oh, he's going to crush you. Cool. Watch the interview. Oh, you're going to crush it. Cool. Watch the interview. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about, Anomaly. You're such a hater. Joe Biden, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. I don't care what you think. I don't care if you think I'm... I hope you think he's going to make me look crazy and he's going to crush it. I, You know... Watch the interview Tuesday. That's all I'm going to say. God bless you guys. Appreciate it. Dream Rare Podcast streaming everywhere that doesn't delete it. Apple and Spotify, I think.